This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Unity Community of Central Oregon. We are so glad that you're here in person and that you're here online, wherever you happen to be showing up right now. And um, if you're here or there, I invite you to just drop in and be really here in your bodies. We are a welcoming community here, and we like to say right up front that no matter how you show up in the world, you are welcome here. So if you identify as LGBTQ, no matter what the color of your skin may be, no matter what your ethnic background is or your political stripes, no matter, you are welcome here because this is a spiritual community. And when we get onto the spiritual level, we are all one and all those differences disappear. So we're glad you're here and we invite you to say the mission statement with us. It's right up on the screen. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. So we're gonna um, start out with some chants from Soulshine. What's up, everybody? Good morning. You know, we don't sing from our seat, we sing from our feet, so everybody on your feet, please. We're gonna have some fun. This might make you move a little bit. We're gonna kind of go old school church. I'm gonna sing something. No matter what I sing, all you guys have to sing is Stayed on Freedom. That's that easy. And then we're gonna have some fun with this little eye. I woke up this morning with my mind. You say, Stayed on Freedom. That's all I gotta do. I woke up this morning with my mind. You sing, Stayed on Freedom. Yeah, I woke up this morning with my mind. Yeah. Talking with my mind. You sing now. Stayed on freedom. I'm walking and talking with my mind. Yeah. Stayed on freedom. Hallelujah. 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 Take it back. Here we go. This is what I like. Part of this the whole idea of this song is that you sing too. And I hear Anna and I hear Donna because you know they're on microphones, but I need to hear y'all. So I'm gonna come back off my mic and I want you to sing this to the light of mine with me. But I need to hear you, or guess what? I have the power, I'm gonna keep on playing over <laughs> and over. And I might even switch like baby shark or something oh crappy. God, so no. okay, ready? Here we go. One, you sing. That's a happy church. Happy church says, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, you sing on. Shine all around this great big world. 
says amen. Thank you, Soulshine. And now we have a part in our service that we call celebrations. So where is Claire? I know, I was out there chit-chatting. Right there. <laughs> so a little tip for you guys. I think Jane mentioned this before, but you know, these, these masks are super fun to wear, right? Oh my gosh. So if it, but mine was like so tight, so I have my cloth mask holding it on so I can do it over my ears and it's not so tight. So if you would like to do that, sometimes that's a little bit easier. You got the memo on that? Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so much, but I'm just going to, while I'm up here, I'll take this off so I can have a minute to, to breathe. But welcome everyone online. We got a bunch of people watching on Facebook Live and on the, our website this morning. So hello out there. And we have a bunch of celebrations. So what I normally I post first thing Sunday morning. I say well, share with your share your celebrations, and um, I'm going to start doing it a few days earlier. So if you guys see that on there, it just gives you more time. If you're not up on Facebook first thing Sunday morning, you can share your celebration online so we can have that. So we had some celebrations. So this past week, Jane and Sylvia and Donna and I all attended the North and Kevin. Oh, that's, oh, that's right, yeah. You, you know, you sometimes forget about the person you live with. Um, <laughs> but we attended a Northwest Regional Co Unity Conference and it was amazing, amazing. Some super beautiful ideas. So I wanna celebrate this woman's hard work. She's on the board and spent the past year putting that together. So you want to share about your celebration for that? Well, I, yeah, I just wanted to celebrate that because we had people from all over the region that were attending that. A lot of people, because it's an online, which was one of the gifts of COVID, um, was that we had a switch from a local conference to an online one. And so we were able to extend it to a lot of people that wouldn't have been able to come otherwise. And it was, it was so inspiring and so much food for thought. And um, I was really proud of what we put together. So, yeah. yay. It was pretty amazing. My first time attending something like that for, for Unity, and it was awesome. All right, and we had some other online celebrations. Lisa, are you, would you like to share yours? I, she posted this online, but I'm like, well, you and Derek are here. I want you to celebrate yourself. Um, well, Derek and I bought a house in Lincoln City, and we'll be moving, we close on the 5th, and then so we'll be out of here by the end of October. And Derek's going to be starting his own company over there, so we have a lot of stuff going on. I'm so happy for you guys, because I know it's been a little stressful with housing changes and life giving you a swerve ball. And so I'm super excited that you guys have found a beautiful path. And I hope you have a guest room at the coast, because we all love to come to the beach. So if you like, like 18 dogs, and because, yeah, Lisa love, is a dog lover, and she's got a lot of puppies. So... That's the requirement. You have to help play with the puppies, the doggies, when, when you come visit, right? Okay. And Tamara, where'd you sit? Oh, there you are. I want you to share your celebration since you're here. Hello, everyone. You guys have been amazing in supporting my daughter in the process of dry, uh, joining Avadov, which is the Jewish term for the service, Peace Corps, basically. And on her way to New Orleans, Ida hit. So she came back home. And so on Tuesday, she left here. She is safely ensconced. And um, she is working for Home is Here NOLA which is the Immigrant Unification Program. And next week, they have 25 people from Afghanistan joining them and beginning their journey to move into the United States. So thank you for your support. Yay. Thank you, Tamara. She also had a celebration that I will share. So our beloved piano guy, Dave, has had some medical stuff he's been dealing with, but we are just celebrating his braveness and putting that out there so that he can, man, gather his, 
gather his peeps to send him some healing, loving energy. So we are sending those vibes to you, Dave, and just holding the knowing that all will be well, right? Okay. Anita Stewart is celebrating. Um, she just closed on her new rental property and has an amazing renter in there, and that's, that's always lovely when you know you have someone special moving into your home that you've created. And, yay. Terry Sandusky, who is the editor and owner of the Bend Health Guide. She is celebrating the 11th um, issue, the 11th issue coming out. And if any of you have ever worked in marketing or magazine stuff, or written a book, or just have those deadlines to get all that out. So yay, Terry, good job on getting another issue out. And we, she always brings them in. We've got some sitting on that table right there, but it's just all kinds of local, amazing healing people. And so what else? Who here has a celebration? Pamela. Hi. Good to see you. Um, it's hard for me. I'm celebrating the life of my sister. Uh, a week ago, she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and she died this morning. And so it's really good to be with my peeps. And I have a happy celebration. I mean, I, I'm celebrating her life and love, but my son's girlfriend landed a big job here with Mosaic, and they're moving to Bend. And I haven't lived near him since, high, since he was in high school. He's 40. So that's really warming my heart, too. So thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. And you read that, um, oh, you have it some? Okay. Kalinda, my, my lovely wife, thought I should share this one. Um, I'm dealing with something, obviously. We saw the oncologist this week, and I'm so thankful and celebrating the fact that he used the word curable with me. So it looks like we have two options, and they both will lead to a cure. So I'm very blessed and very thankful for all your support and love. We're happy to give it, always. Anyone else have a celebration they would like to share? This is good. We've ha I am celebrating Timber Hawkeye being here. Woo! I wanted to have like a lay for, he's kind of, Kevin and I were born and raised in Hawaii, and I know Hawaii has a very special place in Timber's heart, and he lived there for a while, and so we've been, you know, I'd already always been, for like the past year, we've been emailing, how's it, and you know, Aloha and doing all of our, it's fun to connect with that energy again. So super excited to have you here. And all of you guests who are here to see this wonderful speaker, thank you for being here and we're excited to have you joining us. Who, I saw a hand go up. You got to sell, okay. One more celebration. It's always beautiful to hear these. I'd just like to thank a member of my home church in Brea, California, who emailed me about your talk today and said, you got to go see him, because she knew that I was in Bend. So someone from Brea, California, told me to be here today. Yay. Nice. Nice. OK, I think that's it. Back to you, Jean. Have a time to connect with one another. We have a, a question to reflect upon. And so the idea with this is that you pair up with someone who you do not live with so that you get some fresh ideas and get to know somebody besides the person you live with. So the discussion question is, have you ever blamed someone <laughs> for how you feel? Now, the short answer is yes, but let's take it a little deeper than that and maybe just reflect on when have you done that? How did that work out? What did you learn? Did you ever go deeper? You know, that kind of thing. So, just, you know, you're allowed to get up and move out of your seat and find somebody else and see if everybody can find a partner to connect with. It was so much fun to hear all that energy, and I hope that those of you who are online, I forgot to say something, but I hope you were in the chat sharing ideas with each other. So let's go into some prayer together. Right now, in this moment, we all know people 
who are dealing with sickness all around the world and people in our personal lives. And we know that there is frustration and there is fear and that is all happening on the surface. It's a storm on the surface of their lives. But at Unity, we go down into the deep where it's still, where life is always surging and renewing. And we claim for all of these beloveds that the power of life is active now in their lives. That all is in order and unfolding exactly as it needs to. And for those who have passed, like Pamela's sister and the many others who have died this week, we claim that their light has been set free and it is all through the cosmos now without restraint. There is unbridled joy in their beings being released. And for those left behind who of course are sad that their loved ones are no longer right by their sides physically. We just claim that the stardust of this unbridled joy and freedom and light that they are now is shining down on their loved ones left behind, bringing comfort to them and deep peace in their souls. For all of those who are struggling in relationships, in all the different ways that we struggle, we claim the knowing that the heart is the great power in life. That the heart of each of us is so much bigger than any struggles, any complaints we have about another, any expectations, and that we are all collectively returning now to our hearts For those who feel lost or lonely, without direction, confused, we claim that the power of imagination and the power of the heart and the power of faith are all combining to create this star that shines in the sky of their minds and guides them forward to all that they seek. And I invite you now, we're going to move into some song, and as we do, I invite you to take those green prayer forms and write down your own claim that you have, that you would love to have us pray with you, or if you're online, use that online prayer claim form.
now we have an affirmative prayer. I invite you to say it with me. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere, present, and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love. And so it is. Let's go into a space of meditation now. I invite you to close your eyes, signaling, turning away from what's outside of you and focusing on what's within. And I invite you to imagine that there's a basket in front of you, any kind of basket you like. And as thoughts come to you of whatever is going on in your world right now, just imagine taking that thought and putting it in the basket, much like Dumbledore would do with the pensive, you know, just lean over and out it goes into the basket. And maybe you see it swirling there in the basket and you just say, hmm, isn't that interesting? And notice as you empty one thought after another, is there a bit more quiet in space? And now in this spaciousness, I invite you to simply notice without judgment sounds in the room. Keep your eyes closed, but just notice sounds within and without. And now gently open your eyes and just begin to look around and find five things that fill you with a sense of beauty. And now just close your eyes again and be present with beauty and spaciousness and quiet. And finally, let's just affirm this affirmation that was part of the Unity World Day of Prayer this year. All is well with my soul. Say that to yourself. All is well with my soul. Let's everyone say it aloud. All is well with my soul. Now we have a song. My lovely wife, Wendy, and I wrote this song a few weeks ago for this.
confidence that you just had for unity. And this song closed out the, the week, and I was very honored to be able to perform it with one of my best friends, Anna. Um, especially in this day and age when there's we're facing disease and division and uncertainty and all that stuff that we face as humans every day. The song, I think, answers that question. It asks right in the middle, says, what do you do? And then it says, you just make a choice. And for that, I choose love. a beautiful song yeah thank you Kalinda and Dave Kalinda is back in the corner holding the space for us so you're not seeing her unless you're turned around <laughs> looking backwards but um, she does that every week and we so appreciate her and she brings that beautiful spiritual consciousness into partnership with her husband and this is the second song that they've written together and hopefully not the last um, so I have the honor of introducing Timber Hawkeye. He is the best-selling author of two books, Faithfully Religionless and Buddhist Boot Camp. And also the Buddhist Boot Camp podcast is something that he does. He's, um, in his book, it's really interesting, he goes through his life and talks about all the places where he has healed addictions, whether 
substances and or really more like partying, you know, that at lifestyle that a few of us have known in earlier years. <laughs> um, addiction to relationships being a certain way, working in corporations and being addicted to getting the money and keeping that lifestyle going, and even addicted to blaming, blaming his family and what he got. You know, these are all things that we all deal with. And so I think when you get his book, you will really enjoy reading how he used the principles that have guided his life to set him free. And um, his, his approach is very secular and non-sectarian. It's, it's just examining and saying, huh, look at that. Does it have to be that way? Could you think differently? So um, his, his goal is to awaken, enlighten, enrich, and inspire, and invite all of us into that circle to do the same. So, Timber Hawkeye. breakdowns. It's interesting that we started with singing this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, because I often hear from people saying, well, I will let it shine, but so-and-so did this, and so-and-so did that, and if this wasn't happening in the world, it would be so much easier to let my light shine. And we do a lot of blaming other people for our state of mind, and I think it's truly our responsibility uh, to not let other people's behavior, opinions, beliefs change who we are. My teacher gave me a tool with which to go through life and not allow external circumstances disturb my inner peace. And I've never shared it with anyone, but there's a third book coming out next year and I decided that, that, that not sharing it with anyone has been really selfish of me. So I'm gonna share what he told me with you. It's a very silly visual, but work with me and I promise it will make sense at the end. So in India, they have these bazaars. They are, the closest thing we can relate it to is like an outdoor farmer's market. So not a store, not a mall, but an outdoor farmer's market. Imagine India, so red dirt, blue sky. And India, so lots of people, and booths and vendors, and they're selling anything and everything from fruits and vegetables to fish to saris, colorful fabric blowing in the wind, spices, you name it. It's just loud and colorful and wonderful. And every once in a while, they had these parades that go through the market. And this being India, they had elephants in the parades, and the elephants are covered in beautiful fabric and bells, and the problem was, when the elephants walked through the market, every time the elephant saw bananas or mangoes or peas, they would just reach for it with their trunks and shove it in their mouth. And what was supposed to be a celebration ended up complete chaos. They're breaking things, they're knocking people over, they're eating inventory that they can't, you know, the vendors can't afford to do without. And the, they tried to figure out how can we have the market and the parade and the elephants, but none of the chaos. And they realized that if you give the elephant a stick of bamboo to bite down and chew on at the beginning of the parade, the elephant will walk through the entire market and he's not gonna reach for anything to put in his mouth because he can't. He already has that stick of bamboo in his mouth. So he just walks gracefully through the market, doesn't matter what people are selling, what they're, he's good. If at any point 
the person walking next to the elephant sees that the elephant is reaching for something. He doesn't demonize the elephant for being an elephant, nor does he demonize the fruit sales, you know, the vendor for selling fragrant mangoes. He just goes, oh, he must have dropped his bamboo stick. So he picks up the stick, gives it back to the elephant, and they continue walking through the market. Told you it's a silly visual, but it works. And that's how my teacher taught me what a mantra is. Most people think of the word mantra, they think of a chant in some foreign exotic language that they repeat to themselves on the meditation cushion, going, oh, mani padme hom, or nam yo kyo, or something in some exotic language, just while they're meditating and hitting the bells and burning the incense. And my teacher said, yeah, but no. <laughs> he said, a mantra is something that you keep with you throughout the day, kind of like that bamboo stick in your mouth, so you can walk gracefully through the market, gracefully through life, regardless of what other people are doing. doesn't matter what the vendors are doing or in this modern day, what people are saying online. You, as long as you've got your bamboo stick, your mantra, you can walk gracefully through life. And the moment you do react to something that someone says or something you see online, you don't demonize the other person or yourself for having long-standing behavior patterns. You just realize, oh, I must have dropped my stick. I must have dropped my mantra. And I'm not going to give you a mantra. I can't tell you what it should be. I know there are places like Transcendental Meditation, and they say, yo, give us $7,000, and we will give you your own unique mantra, but you can't tell anyone what it is. That's not what, I'm, that's not what my teacher said, and that's not what I'm here to tell you. And I, but I can tell you that if, for example, I was... I mean, the point of the mantra is to ground us back to our ultimate truth, whatever that may be. And so first and foremost, we have to figure out what that is. We need to know, I was speaking with someone the other day, it's kind of like programming your home button in your GPS. So it doesn't matter where you go on the road, doesn't matter where you end up, at any point where you're lost, or you just click home and it goes recalculating and it just brings you right back to the path. So... We are all torn by sometimes multiple truths. We know two things that kind of vie for our attention in our heads, if that makes sense. And we're not sure how to get back to our grounding thought, our, our inner peace. So I can give you an example. If I was having a conversation with, let's say, a teenage girl, who on the one hand truly believes and was raised to believe that she is a child of God, that she is perfect, she is whole, she is complete, and one day someone is going to find her absolutely incredible and lovable and beautiful and irresistible. She knows this to be true. However, when she gets on Instagram, instead of thinking I'm beautiful, I'm whole, I'm perfect, and someone's going to find me irresistible, she's like, oh my God, I'm so fat, I'm so ugly, I'm so unattractive, and look at her and look at him. And the idea is to keep that grounding thought, whatever that may be, I'm a child of God, I'm whole, I'm perfect, I'm lovable. That's her bamboo stick. And anytime she starts thinking, oh my God, I'm so fat, or I'm so, all that that is, don't demonize that thought. It's, it's a reminder, hey, you dropped your stick. Pick it up again. Am I making sense? Okay. This is very strange for me to, to do this addressing without... So when we're done with the service, we're actually going to do a full-on... You involved, just as we are right now, uh, discussion, Q&A, the whole thing about different tools that I have been offered to... Because I, I, I took the monastic vows in 2008, but I wasn't born a monk. I have many years, as she said, of living in the corporate world and trying to chase happiness the old-fashioned way only to realize, wait a minute, that's not where this path goes. <laughs> I've never seen anyone take this path and end up happy. Why am I on this? And that's why I've committed my life to studying what people believe and why we believe what we do. And I'm not just talking about religion. I'm talking about anything from our opinions to prejudices. And not to demonize them, but to go, where did you pick this up? And more importantly, why are you still carrying it? 
And that's the kind of Marie Kondo that we need to do with our, <laughs> with our thoughts and opinions and beliefs and just clear space out. And does this bring me joy? And if it doesn't, send it out, if that makes sense. So the invitation, we, I was asked to come up with a talk title before coming here today which is challenging for me because I never know what's gonna come out of my mouth until it does. But we chose responsibility. And I like breaking that word down. Instead of responsibility, the responsibility, the ability to choose our response. We tend to not embrace that. We tend, well, I can't help the way I feel. Um, I think we can. Uh, I, I think we can do that because I was in a meditation exercise where we were all guided to think back to a very sad moment in our lives and to think back to who was with us and what we were wearing and the colors, the textures, the time, and go right back. And as we were guided through this meditation, you can see from the back of the room, everyone posture kind of slouched. People started tearing, started to crying, started feeling all those sadness feelings again. And then we were asked to think of the happiest time in our life. Maybe the day we got married, maybe the day we got divorced, whatever, you know, whatever happy memory comes up. And everyone's posture straightened up and they started smiling and giggling to themselves. The power behind that exercise for me was that we were in complete control of how we felt. We hadn't moved, but we just went from crying to laughing. We were in complete control of how, no one made us feel sad or happy we choose how to respond to the world around us. Who am I in relation to that? What kind of elephant do I want to be? And I truly believe that when we stop blaming other people for what is our responsibility, we can show up in the world as a calm, graceful elephant and meet people where they are, if that makes sense without breaking things, without knocking things over, without blaming the, the guy selling fish at the market for being so smelly or the lady selling flowers for being so pretty or just allowing all of those colors and textures and sounds to coexist and just ask, who am I in relation to that? Rather than letting other people's mood affect our manners or any of those external circumstances. And I was criticized that Oh, all this talk about inner peace, that's so selfish because you're just working on yourself. Yes, but I'm a part of a community and I can be one more peaceful person in the world. I gave a talk once and I brought printouts of all these people's headshots and faces and they're all like screaming and yelling and, and I just flipped through these pictures of really angry faces. And I asked people like, do you know who, who the what these pictures are of. These are pictures of peace activists. <laughs> I think we tend to get so wrapped up in being right that we forget to be kind. But that's just a bamboo stick. You need to just, I'm gonna be kind. If that's your mantra, then it doesn't matter what other people are doing. How can I respond? Well. I'm a kind person, so I'm going to re respond kindly. An angry person will respond angrily, and so on. So if you want to stick around after, we're going to talk about the difference between feelings and emotions. We're going to talk about how, how is what you're saying not victim-blaming, because I'm not victim-blaming. I'm empowering us to take responsibility for our feelings rather than tell some... The problem with telling someone, you make me feel is you're giving them all of your power and you're saying, poor me, I'm a victim. I can't help the way I feel. You make me happy, you make me sad, you make me angry, you, you have all the power, I'm a victim. But saying, I choose how I feel, takes that power back. And then you can say something really offensive to me and I can choose not to be offended. And I think that's really powerful. So I hope you stick around um, after the service and we're gonna dive in. Yeah, thank you.
job with that. That one power was certainly flowing as you. Mm. You know, if you're online or if you happen to have your phone with you, it's okay with us if you're texting and or posting, you know, like he said some amazing things today. Like I'm going to remember Marie Kondoing your thoughts. <laughs> 
for sure. And, and there was, you know, or the elephant going through the, the bazaar. You know, if there's something, if you're good at memes and you want to post something like that, feel free to share because the goal here is to fill ourselves but also shine it out to others. So you're doing quite a service and you won't get your knuckles whacked if, if you get on your phone and do that. <laughs> so... Um, I want to welcome visitors before we do anything else. There are a lot of you who came here specifically because you knew Timber Hawkeye was going to be here. If, if you came here just for that and you haven't been here before, would you just raise your hand? Woo! Thank you so much. We're really happy to have you. And, and if you like what you hear and, and you want to come back, that would be awesome too. But we're glad to have you here today. Is there anybody else that's here for the first time that stumbled upon the delight of Timber Hawkeye but came here because of Unity? Anybody else that's new? No? All right. Well, we'll have to keep bringing people like Timber Hawkeye back. If, um, Hopefully you got a newcomer packet when you came in the door, but if you didn't, um, we can give you one if you'd like one. Just ask one of the, um, who are the greeters that are here? Um, there's Russell in the back in the um, pink shirt there. He will get it for you if you want one. And um, if you'd like to be online, um, get our notices of what's going on so you hear any other speakers that are coming, there's a little blue card in the back of your packet, or you can do the contact card online. So um, let's take a moment to do an offering. This, um, if the greeters want to come up, this is a time for, to practice generosity. And generosity is, it's often lost in our culture because everything is thought to have a price. And yet, Coming into harmony with truth is priceless. But, but exercising generosity is an important part of how we're wired. Our culture says, gimme, 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 gimme. But the way that we're wired is to give, to, to let all the splendor that's within us move out. And then on the inhale, we have everything coming back in. So when you give, wherever you give, that's what you're doing. You're, you're releasing the goodness that's in you. And it takes you away from thinking about, oh, I might not have enough, to just, oh, I'm here to give the beauty that I am, the love that I am, the richness that I am. So if you found this inspiring today and you would like to support us financially so that we can continue to offer this kind of experience, we would be most grateful. And this is your opportunity. And we have a song while, while we're passing these baskets. bless these from the power from the love of pure spirit within us we bless these gifts we send them forth to heal bless and prosper they are evidence of our faith and belief they do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly and so it is 
this is, we are ending the second, the third quarter right now, and so all of our um, donations, we take 1% of everything that's come in for the third quarter, and that's going to Neighbor Impact. That We, we have a different um, charity each. Yeah. And, and starting next month, through the end of the year, it will be going to Bethlehem Inn. So it, it goes out beyond these walls. Um, let's see. So a few announcements. We are having a bonfire gathering to get your input, and we're bribing you with pizza. So um, we really we are, have a board planning retreat, and we just really want to look at, we got so many ideas from this Northwest Conference, and, and we have ideas of directions we might want to go in, but we want to know from you what's important to you. What, what do you want more of, less of, you know, never thought of this before, but hey, think about this. You know, whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to do an online version also, but for now we're starting with a bonfire that's going to be Thursday night, and we would like you to RSVP so that we have the right amount of pizza. Okay, so um, all that information is, is available online. Uh, let's see, Ananda Yogaji is going to be back next week as our speaker. And if you haven't gone to one of his concerts, you've heard his music if you've been here before, and if, you, if you're a guest, this is another one that we, you would love. So he, um, he's beautiful with his music, but when you go to his concerts, he's also talking about the songs and what they mean, and a lot about the Hindu tradition, but he, he also weaves it in with just kind of everyday experience, and so we're gonna have him do the whole talk as well as the music, so it'll be a really special week. Um, that's next week. Um, Anna, would you come up and talk about the Ben Food Project? We have something called ACT Ministry that is action, compassion, and transformation, and we have all of these ways of taking action in the community to make a difference, and one of them is the Ben Food Project. project through Unity through, I don't know, the last year? Two year almost, or I think two years, year. maybe. No, I think it's one. One? Okay. Yeah, a it's long all time. blur, right? 2020, it's like, didn't happen. Um, okay, <laughs> any, anyways. Uh, so the Ben Food Project, is, I'm the neighborhood coordinator, Unity is the neighborhood, and I brought these bags. So the idea is every other month, I do a pickup. It's scheduled with them. Um, so next weekend is the pickup. If you want to participate, there are bags on the table out in the foyer. And put in whatever you can, all non-perishable, please. And then it goes, I drop it off the second Saturday of this of October. So I pick up first Saturday from us. I drove the drop on the second. Um, and it goes to, um, who does it go to? Oh Giving plate. What is it? Is Giving plate. Thank you. I always like my brain. <laughs> The giving plate. So the Ben Food Project takes it to the giving plate. This, um, and then the next pickup will be December. So if you do want to do a donation for this coming month, think of Thanksgiving holidays, because that's the food that they want to ask for, because our next donation will be after Thanksgiving. So, you know, stuffing, whatever, all non-perishable again. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. The idea is you can put this in your pantry, fill it up every time you go to the store with one item over the, you know, two months, and then you've got a nice full bag to bring to me every other month. So that's how it works. Right? Yeah, I'll do the pickup next Sunday. So you can bring it if next Sunday. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right, thank you. <laughs> and one other thing, I have a class that's starting. Uh, some of you know Beth Welton Miller. We're going to do it together, and it's going to be on the spiritual art of self-care. It's an eight-week class, which is a long time to commit to, but self-care is actually, as it turns out, important. And... The way that most of us have been raised is everybody else and everything else is more important. Is this not true? I mean, it's not true. That is not true, but that's, <laughs> it's true that that's how we've been raised. And so I actually decided, in part because Donna is on the path to become a licensed Unity teacher, and one of the classes she needs is self-care. So I have a commitment to 
teach the classes that the upcoming leaders need, but the bigger reason was because I need a serious lesson in self-care. So I thought, all right, teach what you need to learn. <laughs> and, and so I'm pretty excited about this class. There are so many different components. You can go online and see all the details about it, but we're gonna be talking about self-compassion, honoring loss and grief, um, family holidays, and what do you do with that? Um, all kinds of things as part of the self-care. It's, it's gonna be a really good class. You can just pop in for one class that you're interested in that topic, but the real benefit is gonna be taking the whole eight weeks and deciding that you are actually worth your own attention for eight whole weeks. So that's my challenge to you. Thank you. So um, after the service, Timber has his books out there. They're really good books. And they're the kind of book that you can buy and read and then pass on to someone else that would love that. And every book that you buy, he donates a percentage to this prison project. It's a Okay. A whole book. Okay, thank you for correcting me. Isn't that amazing? I, I know more than one person who has been to prison and has turned their life around. I mean, we hear lots of terrible stories coming out of prison, but that library project is amazing that that, that can be there for people. So um, you're really, your generosity is getting exercised as well as you get to read some really good books. Um, and then at 11.30, he's gonna be in here, and I think we're gonna wait till 11.30 because people may be coming, that's what we advertise. So um, anyway, also we have some spiritual prayer leaders here, so if you would like some personal prayer, they'll come up at the end of the service and they have these stoles on and so you'll recognize them. And you can just go up to them and ask them to pray with you and they are so happy to do that. So, that's I'm just everything. gonna interject real quick, um, because we originally weren't gonna do Timber's workshop on, online, but we decided that, to do a Zoom, because there are people who are not comfortable coming, you know, coming to in-person right now. So, and Kevin has done an amazing job updating the calendar on our website. If you guys have been going there, it's been pretty clunky. Now, super easy, you go to the calendar, and scroll down and you'll see here's what's what's coming up click on the link for his discussion and there's a zoom link in there so you can join us so we would love for those of you who are watching online and, and um, to have that so that's super easy to find and also I, a button right on the on the live stream page of the website okay perfect look at that mm -hmm. way to go honey so <laughs> And then, real quick, I'm gonna be out in the lobby as well. We still are looking for some greeter volunteers, and I wanted to let you know that we were looking last week for family kitchen volunteers to every other, like six times a year for a group of Unity members to go and serve at the family kitchen, and we got our group, like in one ask. So super excited about that. But if you're interested in other volunteer projects that, that we are doing for community service or here, let me know and I'll be out there and you can sign up and let us know. Thank you. If you're new here and you didn't notice, the bathrooms are in the two corners there. So you might want to take advantage of that in between. So we're gonna do a prayer of protection as our ending and that's right up on the screen. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am. God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God.
Oh